Starting a business is not an easy task. Every entrepreneur undergoes a lot of challenges, a lot of obstacles, and this is where the business mentor comes in. With enough experience, experience of 26 years, I'm here to guide you. Join me as I go along your journey towards building your brand. Butch Bertolome, the business mentor. Hi, Butch Bertolome here, your business mentor. Today, I just want to give you some sort of uh, a preview of the person we, are got, we interviewed. Uh, she's one, how would I say, one fiery lady. A lady who's so aggressive, a lady who would say no opportunity. She will jump right there. And guess what? She saw an opportunity because from her being a former you know, the Pinoy Big Brother, okay? Uh, she used to be a housemate of Pinoy Big Brother. And uh, she's one person I saw with such fiery passion, with such convincing power. Opportunities will not pass her uh, twice. She will grab it. Just to give you an update, uh, we are going to interview, we're interviewing, by the way, Miss Mickey Arceo Velasquez of Maxi Mango. Just to give you an update, too, uh, she opened uh, last November 2010, 2019, sorry, in the United States, in Northridge, California. And um, I was told that this uh, 2020, uh, January, they're opening. Uh, she and her husband Ivan will be opening also in Santa Anita Mall in Pasadena, California. And uh, one big surprise was that one big known movie celebrity will be taking her shoot right there in one of her stalls. I won't tell you who she is, but let Mickey be the one to tell you in her page okay let's listen to Miki and as she goes along with her journey how did you ever start So in other words, you were you were trying to listen to the customers 
based on their needs actually parang ganon diba? so okay now that you are uh, okay you started in 20 uh, yeah. 2017. 2017. Uh, and now it's 2019 now. How many branches do we have? Um, our first branch opened in 2018 September. Okay. So as of now, we have 38 branches. Wow, that was a, that's a, ambitious, ambitious growth. Yes. Papa, no, 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 um, we, we've, you know, we launched actually in December 2017. So for the first eight months of that, we were all in Davao, doing pop-ups, doing bazaars. We didn't move to Manila until August, and our first branch didn't open until a month later. Um, the reason na mabilis yung growth namin is because as soon as we got to Manila, not even a month later, uh, copycats started to emerge. We were able, yeah, to, yeah, we were able to count pa before three, four, and now we're at the point where we're not able to count anymore how many. So we, you were saying that like that that day, how many did you count? That, that there were about four or seven. Four or seven now, it's now, all over. It's all over everywhere. There's Everybody's so. doing mango, mango. Yes, they think that on the surface, soft serve looks like it's easy to do. But what people don't understand is that there's a, there's so much that goes into soft serve. Mm. That's not very easy. Yeah, tama yon, no? Um, I think people think, oh, that's so easy. All you have to do is get a soft serve machine. Get a soft serve uh, powder, yes. uh, get mango, and that's it. No? Yes, but not all machines and not all powders are made equal. So, kayong mag-asawa, are you really into this? I mean, are you hands-on? Very hands-on. And, and, and you must love, I'm sure, you must love the product. That's why you're so passionate about it. We're very confident and we believe in our product. Okay. So, from there, uh, now that you're looking at global, why, why global? We recently got inquiries for Singapore and for Qatar, which is why we're starting to explore what extra work needs to go into global expansion. We don't want to make mistakes. We know that making mistakes are part of learning, but if we're able to avoid them through learning from seasoned entrepreneurs like you, yeah. then we will. Okay. And, uh... Are there fears? Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, The biggest fear, I think, is just dealing with non-Filipinos. Okay. Because you can't really read their personality. You don't, It's harder to be able to tell what they're thinking. Empathy is harder. Mm -hmm. And uh, ano mga countries that you're looking at right now? More or less, you're dreaming of putting a flag of Maxi Mango. My biggest goal, I think, would be to plant a flag in the United Kingdom. Purely because um, that's where our firstborn was born. Oh. So he's a British citizen, so is my husband. Though uh -huh. Filipino, pero British citizen. And we still have family there. So oh. the next United Kingdom would be... So you're formerly an old Filipino? Yes, we oh. used to work as nurses in, in London. Wow, what part of London? Uh, I used to work in central London in Guys and St. Thomas' Hospital. Mm -hmm. So that's really right next to the Thames River. Mm -hmm. My husband used to work, I think, somewhere called Zone 3. I forgot mm -hmm. the name of the hospital. Oh, by the it. way, uh, in my YouTube channel, I interviewed uh, a, a former nurse in Southampton, uh, James Wong. Uh, he might be watching. <laughs> so uh, he, he's advocacy now is to help a lot of OFWs as well. Okay. So that is that is where you are now setting your, your flag there. Um, what are you now looking at? How do you now prepare yourself from here? 
paano mo kini-prepare ngayon ang sarili mo aside from attending the seminar uh, what are your next steps have you discussed this with your husband uh, are you looking now at uh, creating your management or tightening your concept to become global yeah what we did actually was i think at the very base of it we're trying to teach our philippine management staff our back office staff to you know they they're already very independent but we're trying to teach them to walk on their own so that if we ever need to go abroad to make inquiries or to have meetings that they will survive even without us and what we did was also um sort of amp up our premix for the Philippines. Which, for the Philippines kasi it's customized and exclusive just to us. But we made a localized taste that would appeal to the Asian market. Mm -hmm. So not as sweet as what Filipinos would like. Or even the British. Yes. The British iba, ibang, ibang preference nila. Yes. So, uh, but how do you think like, okay, Kanyarek Supply, now you're looking now at mango. Uh, we got the Philippine mango, but are you open to using other mangoes from other countries? Have you done that? We did already, we did a taste test already of almost all the mangoes from all the countries that has mango. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's re there's really a difference. Okay. So, maybe if push comes to shop, if it's really, really needed, like if the country is very far away, and if that's the only thing that's available, we would only be willing to compromise for Thai mango. But for not, nothing else. So you didn't consider the Philippines as the best mango? Yes. We, we don't really see. It's really the best mango. Yeah. Based on our true, true. And Maxi Mango is from the Philippines. So we right. didn't really see the point of like, okay, I'm in the UK now. I'm expanding and it's a Philippine product. And then we like Hindi Philippines. So there's no authenticity. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, ganito na lang. What lessons can you give? Give me at least three lessons that you learned as your former OFW, you started uh, as a business, you know, entrepreneurship. What are the three things that you can share to people like, like you know, watching right now, uh, you can share right now the three important things in starting a business? I think the, the very first thing that we learned as OFW was no, kasi when you're an OFW, you're an employee. When you come home and it's in your head that, oh, I'm going to have a business, you'll immediately think that I'm going to be the boss. So when we were bago uwe, we were really like, oh, I'm the boss. I'm not going to go inside the kiosk. You, you do what I tell you. So we had to learn the hard way. No, it's not like that. You really have to be hands-on. If you're going to be a leader, you have to lead by showing them, not by telling them. So that's the first and most important thing that we learned. The second thing is definitely compromise. My husband and I don't go 24 hours without yelling at each other. Oh. <laughs> yes. But that's that's something that okay. we find good. Because it means, you know, uh, the term that my husband uses is that we're competitive. So he's competitive and I'm competitive and the compromise that we always come up with is usually the best decision to aim for. And the third is we just go on in your instincts and be brave. It was such a risk for us to come home as OFW. How many years by the way? My husband was there for eight years. Oh, I was oh. Wow, that's a long time. Yes. I mean for your husband to give up. That must be a big, big decision. Big risk to come home with just savings and starting a new business where Was it easy when you came home, by the way? No, it wasn't. How long did you take you to go up on your on your feet, you know, when you came home? To be, a lot of people don't believe me when I say this, but it's really, really true, I swear. It came down to flipping a coin.
in when we were in the UK, are we going to go home or not? So heads or tails. And umuwi kami. So going coming home was a big risk. And it was another big risk to move from Davao to Manila, where we know we didn't know anybody here. We didn't have a place to stay. I had no connections with but you're friends from or school managers were really from Davao. Both your husband? Yes, born okay. and raised. Born and raised in Davao. And uh, you never had plans what you want to do. No, we didn't. When you went home. Maxi Mango started December 2017. It lasted eight months in Davao. Perfectly fine, no copycats, nothing. Everything was smooth. And then in August, our first copycat emerged in Manila. <laughs> so we flew to Manila right away because we didn't want it to come out that kami yung copycat. Correct. Okay. So that was the biggest. Wow. So. Uh... So Yun, I mean, uh, so where, how do you feel now that you are, what, an entrepreneur? Uh, is it easy? Is it uh, walking the park? No. So, is it something now that you have now this, uh, how many outlets that you have? Do you feel you're now unstable or you're still on the competitive mode? I'm definitely still on competitive. I'm not going to let my guard down. So I'm not going to give the copycats even one inch. So yeah, I know. I know. Yes. That's how. That's how an entrepreneur should uh, behave. Yes. I mean, uh, not to be uh, sort of say I'm okay. Let them be. You know. But the thing is, you have to always be several, several steps ahead, yes. right? But uh, your brand, uh, what's your market anyway? Hindi kaya magsawa mga tao. I mean. Uh, like for example, this like remember the shawarma. I don't know if you were around and during the shawarma time. There's so many shawarma copycats. Yeah. Uh, so many hot pandesal before, remember? Uh, but sayo, how you know? How would you want to distinguish yourself from the copycats? The thing with maxi mango is, or with mango fruit actually in general is, it's sort of. It's one of the staples of Filipino culture. So like when you eat at expensive restaurants, fine dining or whatever, you're always going to crave lutong bahay. Yes. And go home. Mango float is that to Filipinos. That's why we're very confident that we're able to sustain this product and just develop this. It's not just mango food, but with different Filipino foods and flavors as well. But do you see the competitiveness of the source? The, the source where the mangoes are coming from. Yes. Do you now do you now see the the demand? Because yes. remember, I was talking to a friend of mine and ano uh, mayto yung uh, what's this uh, mangosteen? Oh, you have so much mangosteen there, right? And the wow. And uh, now he has a problem because a lot of mangosteens ano, are pre-sold before they're they're, they're, they become a fruit actually because one company is buying it. Yeah, the same with mango. Actually, we definitely noticed the surge in the price of mango from when we first started to now because right now Maxi Mango does consume about 1.5 to 2 tons per day, but that's just us. That's not that's not counting the 20 copycats, so we don't know how much they consume. So I think the, the suppliers, the farmers, are seeing that there is this high demand for mangoes and they're capitalizing on that also. So Luckily, must... it's still within our price range. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah. you have to really now do your pencil pushing and, yes. and really to do what ifs, you know, in, in case that the price goes up and all this. Plus, when you go abroad, I mean, imagine you bring the flag, the mango flag. Okay. So, anyway, thank you very much, Mitch, and uh, really all the best. Uh, I really wish you all the luck for the global expansion. For And thank you for attending this global yes, expansion. I'm learning a lot here. Yes, so I yes, love it. Yes. Okay, thank you. And uh, again, you just heard from her. 
being a maxi mango uh, it's not that easy but it works well okay okay thank you very much thank you thank you thank you thank you well there you are you heard uh, Mickey uh, Arce Velasquez of Maxi Mango uh, just listening to her you really it's so powerful and the more you see her it's really convincing she's uh, one lady who can uh, who is willing to surmount any obstacle Maxi Mango a Philippine brand now a global brand in the United States in Northridge California go and visit Maxi Mango USA there's a Facebook page and also Maxi Mango soon in Santa Anita Mall, Pasadena, California. And I won't be surprised this brand is going to be spreading like wildfire, especially in different states of, uh, of the U.S. Again, this Butch Bartolome, thank you very much. I hope you learned something today and inspiring. Listen to my future podcasts as I bring a lot of interesting guests and tips. Again, thank you very much. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.